Hi, my name is Scott Kerland, and my best friend Lils Martin hates musicals. I'm Lils Martin, and my friend and acquaintance Scott Kerland loves musicals. Wait, what? But I don't like I don't like begrudging for it or anything. Wait, I don't know. I said you were my best friend, and you just called me a friend and acquaintance. Yeah. I was working really, really hard on creating this podcast for you where I show you great movie musicals and bad movie musicals because I love you, but you want to be a dick. We were supposed to record this promo for Hell is a Musical, and what are we doing right now? Sounds like we're recording the promo right now. Hell is a Musical on the Zero Science Network. Be there. Hello, it's me, Joe Montaigne, and you are listening to Writer's Bagel Basket, and they're talking about Airheads. <sighs> yeah, we watched Airheads, so you know what that means. <laughs> Our season finale is Airheads, and that means it's in the basket, the Writer's Bagel Basket. I played Dungeons and Dragons. I had a bug collection. I ate my boogers. My name's not Chaz. It's Chester. And I understand if you don't love me anymore. I play D and D too. Yeah. I was editor of the school magazine. Tear me apart, Lisa. Ah, oh, dang. I'm so excited. I'm so scared. Oh no. Would you mind putting that gun away? My wife doesn't care, but I'm a very timid fellow. You idiot. Don't be mean. We don't have to be mean. Because remember, no matter where you go, there you are. Hi, welcome to Writer's Bagel Basket. I'm <laughs> Scott Curlin doing a really bad Joe Montana impression. <laughs> and it was pretty good. <laughs> the... <sighs> At the end, uh, really gets it. Hello. Like, <laughs> the way that I, I do Joe Montaigne is doing from The Simpsons when, oh, excuse me, I will dispose of these yard trimmings somewhere else. <laughs> and it's clearly a dead body. So we're talking about <laughs> airheads, and our season finale was picked by our guest, Maggie and Ashley from Rock Candy. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> this was originally so this episode was supposed to be recorded in April. However, mm. nowhere was streaming this movie. <laughs> nothing. No. Nowhere. Literally nothing. We didn't believe you when you said that. We're like, he can't mean that. And we looked and we're like, he's not lying. Not lying. It's nowhere. And the then, only reason we watched it is because I have it on DVD from like stolen ninety nine stolen from the video store I used to work at. <laughs> so the one where celebrities used to show up. Yeah, they did show up. Did Every Joe Montana ever show up? Oh my god! Sadly, no. Ashley, uh, like hello. Read some videos. <laughs> I got uh, movies that uh, star me in them. Baby's Day Out. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> First season one of Joan of Arcadia. <laughs> oh my God. Like they figured it's the most obscure shit no one's ever heard of. We would be the only video store in America to actually have those DVDs. So you're like, no, we actually did have all of Joan of Arcadia. <laughs> Don't want to talk about yeah. it. It only had two seasons, so it was, it was like a good run. It's a good run. 
Yeah, that's only eight DVDs. <laughs> yeah, it's easy to pair that shit. <laughs> I love yes. how the person from Airheads I'm talking about is not Brendan Fraser or Buscemi <laughs> or Sandler. It's Joe Montaigne. <laughs> Joe Next, Montana. I'll be talking about Judd Nelson. Oh, you know what? We have we have a lot to say, I'm sure, about Judd Nelson Wait, in this movie. Do we? He was he was in it for a very short amount of time. He was. But he's we're building forth. <laughs> what? He's built forth. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it's the only other uh, movie with him in it that I can name off the top of my head besides The Breakfast Club. Uh, from the hip. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he was in Suddenly Suzanne. Season Suddenly Suzette. <laughs> Suddenly yeah. Sue's Town. He was in From the Hip. Uh, he was in season six of Psych. For one episode, because they kept making Jen Nelson references, and he then showed up. <laughs> I was gonna say, how do you know that? But now I, I am Jed Nelson. That's why. Oh, I knew you looked familiar. <laughs> do you want to give us the blockbuster rule for Airheads? What would the back of the video box say for Airheads if you're gonna rent it? Oh God, I don't know. Bunch of numb nuts <laughs> want their record to be put out by a label. Bunch of punk rock numb nuts. <laughs> Break into a, a radio station and take it over. A radio station. A radio station. A radio station. <laughs> they take well, it over. It, it's all it's all rock music, so it's a brodeo station. Oh, oh that makes sense. Yeah. Take over a brodeo station. <laughs> all they want is for the Lone Rangers to get their song played so they can make it big. But things get wacky when the police get called. And so they hold the station hostage till they get what they want and then kramer from seinfeld is walking through the vents for like 45 minutes and kramer like usual Se kramer has to ruin everything for everyone and he ruins right? everything but like also kramer moonlights is bruce willis and die hard <laughs> and it goes exactly as you'd predict it goes comically awry <laughs> also brendan fraser's butt Oh, lots of Brendan Fraser's, oh, but yeah. that's what we're here for, Ooh. honestly. So get so, ready for that. So that is the longest <laughs> back of the movie box. <laughs> uh, so Brendan Fraser was not supposed to be in this movie. No. No. Who I, was forgot, I forgot who they were supposed to cast. Cusack. But... John Cusack. That's right. Oh. I think we looked that up. Yeah. John Cusack. I think because then we speculated what it would be like if John Cusack was in the movie instead of Brandon Fraser. And we said it'd be terrible. I think we did. He, as much as we like John Cusack. No, but he, no digs on him. He did a movie like this in the 80s called Tape Heads. <laughs> where he Stop. played a record exec with him and Tim Robbins. So he had done what? this movie. Oh, but, there's a reason probably why we haven't heard of it. So... So he dropped out of this movie to do Bullets Over Broadway with, unfortunately, Woody Allen. Oh, gross. You chose poorly, but also that worked out for everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> and the director of this movie, Michael Lehman, who directed Heathers, dropped out of doing Ed Wood to make this. Again, wise choice. And Tim Burton made Ed Wood, which oh, that's was... Right better for everyone involved <laughs> like, but yeah michael lehman was on the downfall because his 
I think his second movie that he made. So he made Heather's in the eighties. Then he made this weird praying mantis movie called Meet the Applegates. Oh, okay. Yeah, no one remembers that movie except for one scene. I <laughs> re- I do know of it. I've just never seen it. Yeah, it's it's about praying mantis people who become humans to take over the world, but then they all become the worst versions of humanity. Like the son becomes a stoner and dead, the father becomes a philanderer and the mom it gets a... It sounds like t- some Rick and Morty shit. It kind of yeah. is. <laughs> and Planet like Tina shows up. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, that's, that's... I've never heard of that before, but, you yeah. know, they're trying. But this was he- his... his, his follow-up to that movie and it did not do well it didn't but it's not i would say it's not really their fault it was fox's fault yeah fox did a really bad job fox fucked up yeah so this this film basically cost 20 million dollars and it made 10 or 5 i think or it was 35 million dollars and made it was all those football helmets full of cottage cheese (laughs) and naked pictures of b arthur (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm glad I can make all of these airheads jokes and references, and somebody will actually get them because Finally. if I make these in real life, nobody gets it. Well, the other like really sad thing with this movie is there's only two female characters, unless you count Yvonne. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, there's only two female characters. And one of them ended up going to jail. No shit. Who? In real life? Yeah. Amy Locaine. If you look up Amy Locaine, uh, she played Kayla. Oh. Um, okay. I, I don't want to spoil it. I want to see your reaction. Google Amy Locaine. <laughs> oh, now I've got to Google that. Hold yeah. on. I don't know how to spell her name. I'm going to give it the old L-O-C-A-N-E. Oh, I was not super far off. Oof. Yeah. She's got like those, those those eyes. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. There's oh, a whole oh. section of legal ooh. issues. Ooh, rip the fucking row. Oh no. Oh. oh. Ah. Yeah. Oh wow. Wowie wow wow. Yeah. Fatal motor vehicle collision. She was like 0.23 alcohol yep. content, and yep. she. Oh, a lot of bad stuff happened. Yeah, she killed someone. Oh, it's awful. Indicted for aggravated manslaughter and assault by automobile. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, this is oof. And the other one is Casey Semesco's sister. Susie. Nina Semesco plays her. Well. Sorry, Amy Locaine. <laughs> Ripperoni, yeah. I guess. Yeah, it's really sad. Bad life choices. Wow. A lot of the people, it's sad to think. Not sad, but weird to think that the the two biggest stars in this film, like that have the biggest legacy, are Sandler and Chris Farley. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And Brendan Fraser, this was his first leading role, like above the the title of the movie. It's a Brendan Fraser in Airheads. Yeah. Ooh. Well, because I was looking it up he only had done like really encino man and uh skull ties 
Yeah, school ties. That's all. Oh, I remember school ties as as a Jewish kid in a small town. I remember school ties. <laughs> I never saw it. Surprise, surprise. It's honestly the only thing people remember is after they write the K word in his dorm room on his door, he's in the rain screaming cowards <laughs> like outside. Oh, oh, I do remember that. Yeah. And that's the cast where it's him, like it. Chris O'Donnell, yeah. Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Anthony Rapp. Uh, Wait, they're all in this? Yeah. Yep. Uh, Cole Hauser. It's the weirdest. I would always get it confused with um, Dead Poets Society because oh, I think they came out around the same time. No, uh, four years apart. I oh. mean, eh, in my childhood, same diff. Yeah. Um, but I would always conflate the two. Don't you remember when, but, when Brendan Fraser stood on the desk and said, oh, Captain, my captain? <laughs> <laughs> that was him, right? Yeah, he did that. He that's did that. Famous, yeah. That was him. Well, because that's also another really big cast. You got uh, Ethan Hawke and Josh mm-hmm. Charles and, for some reason, Robin Williams. <laughs> Wait, and, why for some reason? Wasn't he, like, good in that? Yeah, he he was he was fine but like he was fine well it's it's so the way it was explained the first time i saw dead poets was in high school they showed it in my class um and my teacher's like okay so this is a movie about kids who aren't allowed to read poetry and robin williams does stand up for about half the movie and then when it was explained to me that way and i saw it i was like okay glass shattered yeah oh well fuck your teacher no, no, that would be a bad thing. Yeah, that's <laughs> illegal. I mean, not now, but it would have back then. Yes. But also, the main kid that was in that movie was also the lead in Swing Kids. And Swing Kids was really good. And he was also Wilson in uh, House. Robert Sean Leonard. He was. That's Aww. his name, Robert Sean Leonard. I knew it was a three first name name. Yeah. And I couldn't remember what it was. But yeah. He was good. He was. <laughs> And that's why Dead Poet Society is not school ties. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for listening to Writer's You're Bagel Basket. <laughs> <laughs> Only a 12-minute episode, everyone. Cue the music. <laughs> so, did you just do Jukebox Zeros? No, I know that did, was um, Price is Price Right. Is right. <laughs> <laughs> Could have done Jukebox Zeros, too. <laughs> so... Oh. So wow. with this with this movie, the thing that I always thought was crazy is that Ernie Hudson is the the voice of reason in this movie. <laughs> I remember we oh, were yeah. watching that, and we were, I was like, "Isn't that the same guy that played the cop in The Crow?" Yeah, he's also like, Winston he in Ghostbusters. In he's yeah, a Ghostbuster. Oh, I like how, but that wasn't where I went with that. No, first. I went the, to the crow. The first thing we went to, <laughs> little goth girls were like, wasn't he in the crow, though? And he was in the crow. He was also in Congo. <laughs> it would have been funny if your mind went to Congo. Oh, my God. Nope. Definitely did not. Would, definitely will always go to the crow first. Yeah. That's how I look at movies. I'm like, well, how does this relate to the crow? <laughs> this was the same year as the crow. Oh, oh shit. shit. This really? was the year of Ernie Hudson. Damn. Yeah. Ernie Hudson's like, bitches, look at me. And I'm it's like, my year. Right, Ernie I'm Hudson, not. sex on the stick. You know, honestly, that, that I wouldn't argue thing. that. This cast, I'm like, fuckable cast. <laughs> so all of them. I and I think we can agree that that Joe Montana is the sexiest of them all. Oh, hands down. <laughs> With that weird like <laughs> side mouth talking thing he does. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <no. laughs> Hello. <laughs> 
um no because we before we started bitching that like you have you have it nice and refreshed in our minds whereas or your mind whereas we watched a couple months ago the little peek behind the curtain for the listeners and but i've seen it enough where i pretty much have it memorized oh no i did not but so not you this morning i'm just talking to my partner jeremy and i'm just like yeah we have to talk about airheads he's like that movie you watched two months ago and i was like yeah i don't really remember it he's like all i remember is hearing you guys talk about actually he looks good in this movie I'd fuck him. And I was like, oh, Steve Buscemi. Yeah. This is a fuckable role for Steve Buscemi. Uh, the only one. The only Honestly. fuckable role. He's kind of cute. I'm like, I'd fuck Steve He Buscemi. doesn't look half bad. He really doesn't. And I think that's because he has long hair mm-hmm. and facial hair. Yeah. So, and. and What about Fargo, ladies? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just kidding. No. No. I'm- <laughs> 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 you're right. You're right. Well, what about when he plays God on Miracle Workers? Oh, I haven't seen that yet. I, I don't know her. It looks that, funny. That's the show starring Daniel Radcliffe. Each season is like an anthology season. The first season is a bunch of angels, and God decides maybe he'll destroy humanity. Busemi plays God. Shrug. And, he, <laughs> and he's like, a, <laughs> and he's addicted to like juices like green juice and like beet juice i've only known of like two three things that daniel radcliffe has done since harry potter and none of them were that so <laughs> i had a really hard time with the farting corpse movie oh swiss army man oh, i like yeah. swiss army man i think i have to rewatch it um, killer, think- killer soundtrack killer too. soundtrack well this season we talked about him in what if what the when harry met sally movie that he did he did a rom-com in 2014 that we did for romance month which he's really good in hmm. yeah good for him the only <laughs> romance movie i've seen him in is horns if you count that as a romance movie that's been that's on a my sad Netflix romance for movie. like ages and it's I very good it. it's quite yeah good. poor juno temple <laughs> yeah Anyway, so, so airheads. Yeah. Yes, Man, we're really air- good about not talking about airheads. No, we're really I, good I th- just talking about guys we want to fuck in airheads. <laughs> well, I, I love how uh, Fraser looks pretty much like one of the crew members of Wayne's World. He looks like one of the guys. Oh, he does. He looks like um that really hot oh, one. Yeah. <laughs> the one who like. Do I um, scare you? Do, do I you scare- want? Do you want me to? <laughs> yeah, him. He, he looks exactly like that guy. <laughs> Oh my god! I Maybe you watch. I bet you they all probably prepped for this movie by watching Wayne's World. Actually, did Wayne's World come out before or after this? Before, before this, because Wayne's before. World was ninety two and this was ninety six. Ninety four. So that makes sense. Fuck? I'm sure that they just watched Wayne's World a bunch of times. They were like, "We just gotta look like these guys." Well, the the thing that I thought was funny that this movie was clearly to see if Sandler could star in a movie. Because the studio was like, do we give him his own movie? What do we do with this guy? Oh, so this is before Billy Madison. This was a year before. This was his first like movie role, like bigger movie role, right? Lead character role. Yeah. Unless you count that that like movie going overboard that he did in the 80s. Him and a a bunch of friends like got cheap cameras and made a movie. Oh, yeah. I don't count that. Yeah. No, this was his first real role. Yeah. And then he did Billy Madison and he became Adam Sandler. Yep. It only took that two why... movies. <laughs> but is that why he's like not insanely annoying in this movie? Yeah. Yeah. Well, because oh, okay. he didn't understand that being insanely annoying is what got him attention. 
So he was just, you know, a decent actor. See, I'd say this is one of his best roles. Like this yeah. and like Wedding Singer. Especially because he like Uncut didn't Gems have to say really very much. Hmm? He's good in Uncut Gems too. I for a hot second thought you said Punch Drunk Love. <laughs> I did too. And, it, and I, was I was about to be like, fight. we're done. We're done. I'm leaving. <laughs> I don't need to be here. I just, I like the concept of Punch Drunk Love. It was Paul Thomas Anderson was like, hey, what if Adam Sandler... I took one of the scripts of his movies and I made it an indie film. And then they're like, okay, here's $15 million to make a movie. And, and Adam Taylor's like, oh, oh my God. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it, no, not good. Uncut Gems was like really good. And I love how Sandler, when he won, he won the independent spirit award, which is like the indie Oscar. And he gets up there and goes, hello, I'm Adam Sandler. And you're all upset that you lost to the Sandman. Like that That's was kind of funny. He, he did a kid's <laughs> choice award speech. That's hilarious though. He did I, the same I speech. I begrudge him. That's kind of epic. I like Now that. I want to see him win an Oscar. So he does that. We at can the- do that. Hello, I'm Adam Sandler. You're mad that I won an Oscar. They go to the Academy. (laughs) But also, like, but that's the shit he does in movies. I'm like, I can't. Yeah, if he's doing it ironically in a speech to make fun of everybody, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. If you're doing it for the 50th fucking time in the same movie that's just been remade 50 times, Eh, yeah, yeah, pretty fucking old at this point. But I think in Airheads, he really he he stole the show a lot of times. Yeah, he did. He also took the best lines because so. he's he so Pitt. quiet. It's adorable. I know. He's just and, like, oh, I guess this lady wants to sleep with me. <laughs> the the craziest thing watching this movie is not the fact that Brendan Fraser is in this movie or even Michael McKean, Lenny from Laverne and Shirley. It's that the guy from <laughs> more, Tol- more importantly, more importantly. Um, what's his face from Spinal Tap? Yes, he he's uh, uh, what's his name? Oh my God, it's not is Nigel. It Nigel. No, Nigel no, was Nigel the brunette. Is it Lionel? No, Lionel. David Saint Hubbins. <laughs> David uh. Saint Hubbins. Yes, that's it. Yes, uh, and I didn't even have to look that up on IMDb. Ooh, <laughs> Actually, it pushes my glasses up. <laughs> uh, it's the fact that. What's his name from Total Recall? The Quid Start the Reactor. The guy who has the the thing in his stomach is the head of the SWAT team. So we never saw Total Recall. <laughs> okay, there's that a, went right over our heads. There, the the guy who is the SWAT team captain plays a person who has like a oh. mutant living. Yeah. Okay. I just he was crying. He was like, the one crank. who would sit on the phone and complain to uh, Michael Richards about oh, yeah. his wife and how oh. she doesn't love him anymore. <laughs> I, I wish that they just got Jerry Seinfeld for that role and be like, can you believe it? My wife. <laughs> Honestly, that would have been better. Yeah. I think I have a hard time with Michael Richards because, like, he's a monster. I, mean, I don't know. Is he a monster or is he just a douchebag? Both. Uh, yeah, 50 50. It's yeah, like I don't know if he's an actual monster, but I do know he's a douchebag. Yeah. Like to he's... me, a monster is a murderer or a child toucher. Douche monster. <laughs> oh, okay. That's kind of a fun little puppet. In between kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, it's a nice little in betweener. Yeah. He's we'll like with that. He's like the Muppet of <laughs> of terrible people. <laughs> yes. Not yeah, quite a Muppet, not quite sense. a puppet, but oh man. Yeah. <laughs> 
How about the yeah, fact that... Yeah, I don't that- know. I had a hard time with his scenes because I'd be like, oh, fuck you, Michael Richards. <laughs> but also, I kind of feel like he was really good for that part. Yeah, and it was a good kind of, like, little, like, segue in between, like, everything that was going on to be yeah. like, also, this asshole's still yeah. at work. Well, the, <laughs> yeah. the thing that's most maddening about this movie is that everyone is going to get fired from this radio station except for Michael McKean and Michael Richards. And you don't find that out until like what an hour and 15 minutes into the movie. (laughs) Well, I thought they made it kind of obvious at the beginning during Michael Richards um, characters interview. Cause Disney say he's like, Oh yeah, we're going to, we're going to be making big changes around here. Uh, He's the accountant. He's the accountant for the radio station. Oh, he's the accountant. I thought he was doing an interview. He's dealing with the merger. He's handling the money for the merger. But it's like, it's only five minutes. And like, it's when that's going on, the the guys are sneaking into the radio station to get Mm. their record played. So fun fact, as I was watching this a few months ago, a little peek behind the curtain, uh, I was doing the research for the disco episodes that we did. And um, it's funny because that storyline 100% reminded me of the asshole who did the disco demolition night because Mm -hmm. he was mad that his radio station was being turned from a rock station into a disco station and and then it just made him really angry about disco and i kind of like that they took that but they made it like not gross yeah (laughs) like they took that scenario and they made it like oh this asshole with a ponytail is just gonna fire everyone and turn it to easy listening because who the fuck wants easy listening disco's a fucking jam though do not insult disco (laughs) Wait, you're telling me that you don't want to turn on Michael Bolton going, How am I supposed to live <laughs> without you? He is funny with the, the Lonely Island, though. I like yeah. Michael Bolton because he can laugh at himself. Well, yes. The crazy thing is that song doesn't even remind me of Michael Bolton. It reminds me of Saved by the Bell. <laughs> because because what's her, uh, AC Slater and uh, Showgirls sing that song at the prom. Oh, Elizabeth. Uh, Elizabeth. Berkeley. 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 Yep. I was gonna say Elizabeth Shoe, and that is not right. <laughs> I almost said Elizabeth Shoe too. Same because same of leaving Las era. Vegas, and they both take place in Vegas. Oh, there you go. That I, I just gave you an olive branch. Just go with it. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. I'm grabbing that. I'm on it. But yeah. So something similar happened in Massachusetts. Like, I think it was during quarantine. They turned the rock station WAAF into Waff. a. Christ- yeah, into a Christian <laughs> a Christian rock station. So I feel like every time we are on yours, Jukebox Zero's show, <laughs> or Make It Stop, somebody brings up WAF. <laughs> because, like, we're always talking about music, so it's like, oh, man, when I listen to WAAF, I'm like, WAF. <laughs> <laughs> well, WAAF is now a Christian rock station. Yes, I heard about that. Because, Land. again, of our mutual Massachusetts <laughs> friends. Yeah, and the songs that they're playing all the time are How am I supposed to live without No, it's just all co- well, the, the crazy thing is they can still play all the Creed songs. Oh. Everybody Nobody wants loses. that. Nobody wants Everyone that. Loses. <laughs> well, with arms wide open. Nah. Welcome to but yeah. I'm sorry, it's her heart right over you gotta talk like there's marbles all I mean, up in your mouth. If you think about it, if they became famous, the Lone Rangers would eventually become Creed. <laughs> I hope oh, not. I don't know. Uh, I think I no, Pearl you Jam? know what they would have become? 
Imagine Dragons. Oh, oh, that's is that worse. Better? Is that no. worse? <laughs> I don't know. Ask Heather and Mike. <laughs> They'd say worse, I bet. Yeah. I don't know. I hope that they would have at least become Papa Roach. Maybe Metallica. Uh, Pearl Jam. And then they would get to hang out with Willie Nelson. I mean, that that's all right, that's I guess. Bad. Could be worse. I, I mean, what what did you think of Brendan Fraser's singing? Terrible. I mean, he Awful. just did like a bad Johnny Rotten impression. It sounded like he just sucked down a milkshake and then tried to sing. <sighs> Disgusting. <laughs> I, I thought mean, he. Awful. Oh, you you thought Johnny Rotten? I thought he was doing like Eddie Vedder. I thought he was trying to. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah, maybe yeah. more like Eddie Vedder trying to do that, <laughs> but like had like a milkshake bubble in his throat. It was terrible. Or I, or guess, if- I guess I thought like he was trying to do a punk thing, but like yeah. he couldn't. Yeah. That's why I guess I don't know. Or if we want to be really mean, he he sounded like Darius Rucker from Hootie and the Blowfish. (laughs) (laughs) You and I have a bunch of Lone Rangers. Oh. Hey, you. (laughs) (laughs) That's how everyone sang in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. It's just what, yeah. It was, it is a very quintessential 90s film. Like, it is the most very 90s movie. Yeah. I will say that. I'm glad that they didn't bring up Guns N' Roses. Oh, thank gosh. Praise Jess. Yeah. The the bands they bring up, like White White Zombie is there because Cannibal Corpse was in Ace Ventura. And when Michael Liam found that out, he's like, no, what? You don't get to be in my movie because you went to Ace Ventura, which was the movie that beat this at the box office. Oh, really? They came out. Wasn't White Zombie also in The Crow? They were. Were they? Ooh. Oh yes, they were. They definitely were. There was like okay. it might have been the second. It was probably one. the second. I think we actually had the same yeah. exact conversation <laughs> when we watched the movie. <laughs> the second one is what? City of Angels? Crow City, City of Angels. Angels. Yeah. Yep. So is that the one with Iris? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, that's just Close. City of Different that's... City of Angels. <laughs> uh... But they came out... so Crow City of Angels and City of Angels came out a month apart. Yep. So everyone Maybe. thought that that the song Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls was, was for Crow. The crow. <laughs> was for the crow. I don't want the world. But yeah, honestly, everybody sang like that. Holy but like, shit. The soundtrack to, to the Crow City of Angels was fucking slamming. Okay. That was a great soundtrack. Because I don't want... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I will fight you, Johnny Resnick. Oh, oh man. Come on. Resnick. Be nice to Johnny Resnick. He's an orphan. Yeah. Dude, oh, wow. That's the only thing I remembered about Johnny Resnick <laughs> from the Goo Goo Dolls is that 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 I remember when he did the music for Treasure Planet. He's like, yeah, I wrote this song because uh, I was an orphan growing up and uh, so was Jim Hawkins. And they're like, his mother's still alive. And he's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's the right response. <laughs> Wowie, wow, wow. Yeah, whatever. Yikes, yeah, and that's how you do Johnny a Johnny Resnick. Resnick impression, kids. You just talk that like makes, this. You know what? It makes sense because he's from Buffalo. Is he? Yeah. I was going to say the Johnny Resnick dolls. The Goo Goo dolls. Did you want to say the Juju dolls? I was not. I was going to say the Johnny Resnick dolls. <laughs> the New York dolls? It's him and David Johansson? <laughs> Yes, that was actually how they started. Uh, no, they're from Buffalo, which oh, I mean, wow. honestly, makes a lot of sense. So, did they get their start like the Lone Rangers, and they they hijacked a radio station? Yeah, actually, why didn't they get the Goo Goo Dolls to be on the soundtrack? Because the only song they had at this time was the name song. 
I won't tell no one your name. I won't tell your name. I don't know if I remember that one. I mean, you might know it when you hear when it. When I hear not the actual song. sung by myself and Scott. Not with somebody going. <laughs> yeah, so, so like the Lone Rangers probably would have turned into, they would have started as rock and then they would have became like the Gin Blossoms and the Goo Goo Dolls. Yeah, all, I, all of them what? would be on the soundtrack for Empire Records. Aww. Empire <laughs> Records coming this fall, featuring a soundtrack of the Jim Blossoms, the Lone Rangers, and the Goo Goo Dolls. <laughs> oh, I would man. still watch it. The Lone Rangers? That doesn't even make sense. There's three of you. If Why they make it... a point. Yeah, but it still sounds like a good band name. It actually yeah. really does. Uh, they should just call themselves Thunderdome. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that the same name as the three dudes from the X Files? Didn't they call themselves the Lone, Lone Gunmen? Lone oh. Gunmen. And oh, I know. Also, I know, I know also, my X Files. <laughs> that's a whole thing. There you go. You had you had options. You guys just went went the wrong way. So I do you remember them addressing that on X Files? Like you can't be lone. You can't be lone if you are gunmen. Yeah. Yeah, but think about it. The Lone Ranger couldn't be the Lone Ranger because he had Tonto. Yeah. But so, <laughs> but he was the only American, one with a license. He doesn't count. I read somewhere, or maybe I heard it in a review, that apparently um, the director whose name, Michael, Michael something. Le Michael Liam. That's the baby. Uh, he was quite upset that Fox decided with the trailer, because Fox had no idea how to fucking market this, that with the trailer they went with... Um, the William Tell Overture, because he's like, what the fuck? Nobody's going to, like, metalheads and, like, rock kids aren't going to want to, like, get this. They're not going to get it in the 90s with, like, this song. And they're like, no, 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 it totally works, because, like, this was the song that was for the Lone Ranger theme that happened 50 years ago that none of these kids watched. It's if they're going to do that, then get, like, a rocker to redo the William Tell Overture with, like, an electric guitar. Yeah, or just, I don't know, anything else? Get White Zombie to do something sick. I mean, you had white zombie. They had. They even had Lemmy in the movie. <laughs> you couldn't have gotten Lemmy to do it. Apparently, like Lemmy and um, oh my gosh, the song he did was with um somebody else, and I can't remember their name. Anyway, they did a music video for it, and that still like wasn't enough to push people to want to go see this movie. Well, it there. Fox is not the only studio in the '90s that had trouble marketing this demographic because Mallrats, which very That's similar right. crowd. They couldn't market that movie either, and they tried to make it look like Animal House. What? <laughs> yeah, so they kept having scenes of Silent Bob like breaking into the dressing room, and they're like, "Look, it's like Animal House." And it's like no. it's crazy. Look at these crazy kids in this mall, and they're like, "Look at these crazy rockers in this radio station." But yeah. like, if they just rewrote the dialogue a little bit. And got different actors. Eh, keep Brendan Fraser. This could have been a serious yeah. drama too, if the, if the mm -hmm. because this premise is very similar to uh, talk radio, the movie Talk Radio. There is literally a scene where a rocker breaks into the radio station, like a metalhead breaks into the radio station, just to be interviewed by the main guy. Why does that be a metalhead? Yeah, right. Metalheads, I feel like, don't have that have that in their bones no you know 
they would more likely like give the middle finger to the radio station and be like, we're going somewhere else. We're going to, we're going to go to Norway and like just hang out in these woods. (laughs) Careful out there. (laughs) Cause you know, you never know who's burning a church. Yeah. You never know what white supremacists might be hiding in there. (laughs) In Norway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was going to say Elsa's in the woods doing her frozen magic. Oh, that's right. I always forget that happened in Norway. She might be a white supremacist. Honestly, (laughs) we don't know about Elsa. You don't know. You know what? Hot takes. You heard it here first, folks. Look into Elsa. Look at the cast of Frozen. She never told us what her opinions are. She hasn't. You know what? Has anyone asked her? I think silence is just as bad as coming out and saying shit. Frozen 2, she does end up living in the woods. Point made. (laughs) There you go, folks. Now I'm going to get sued by Disney. (laughs) You're like, guys, please... I don't want to get sued by Disney. Come on, guys, let it go. Ah, <laughs> I don't need to. Be That's here. what she's singing about. Let it go. Let her opinions go. Yeah, don't you worry I mean, about it. into the unknown. Do you think this is all white supremacist bullshit malarkey? <laughs> Do you think she's more just kind of like a Lana Del Rey type? She's like, no, guys, I totally have black friends. I just like don't need to like show it everywhere. I have a Jewish guy like taking care of my bank accounts. So like I, I, I'm super I'm so not racist. I'm like so inclusive. <laughs> Sorry, this it's really gone on tangents. Sorry, that's what happens when you have rock candy on your podcast. This is what happens tangents. when you don't like Lana Del Rey? <laughs> tangents, tangents, tangents. Uh, actually, there were I think there were some parts in the movie too that we were kind of like, ooh, I don't know if this reads today. Yeah, like, like David Arquette. Um, oh. Was it him? Like one of the, I thought it was like either Adam Sand. Wasn't it Adam Sandler and like the black guy whose name I can't remember. And I feel really bad that I can't remember his name. I don't even know if they even said his name. Yeah. Did they even give him a name? I don't know. But um, I feel like he kept saying stuff about like, I don't know, being black and like uh, Rodney King. There was the whole Rodney King thing. Oh yeah. And I'm just like, I don't, this doesn't age well. I think Adam Sandler was just like saying random things that were related to black culture black culture to try and relate to this guy and he was just like what the fuck are you talking about yeah yeah it was was a little cringe and we were like i was just talking about david arquette looking like bart simpson (laughs) 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 all right david arquette look a fool but i feel like david arquette like also works at looking like a fool he usually like looks like goofy, yeah, but like, that's him. That's pretty much every role that he was ever in was him looking like a fool. Yeah. Even in Scream, he looked like a fucking he fool. Like a fool. I mean, that's why I love him in Hamil- uh, Hamilton 2. Hamlet 2. I lo- Hamilton 2. <laughs> I forgot he was in Hamlet 2. And he, he doesn't say anything. He's like four lines of dialogue. And he just stands around. He's like, I got a great parking spot. Oh, did you? I got a great parking spot. <laughs> Thanks for that insight. <laughs> oh my God. I have to rewatch that because I saw that so long ago that I'm like, did I like That's that? technically I a musical. There you go. Well, Looking at you, Ashley. <laughs> I didn't even know there was a sequel. So there you go. <laughs> that's, that's the fun part. Yeah. <laughs> so I was thinking, I think Adam Sandler has worked with everyone in the Arquette family except for Rosanna Arquette. Oh, really? He, yeah. He worked with David Arquette in this. He worked with their mm-hmm. dad in some movie. Uh, 
Alexis Arquette was in uh she played Frank and our George in um uh, Oh the wedding singer. The wedding singer. Oh, and that's then right. Patricia Arquette was in Little Nicky. Mm. Oh. So he just needs to make a movie with Rosanna Arquette and he's worked with the entire Arquette family. Get on it, Adam Sandler. We're looking at you. What Rosanna are you doing? Arquette needs work. She is a Don't highly underrated actress. What else was she in? Uh, the only other thing I remember her in was uh, Desperately Seeking Susan. Whole Nine Yards. And Oh, she was in The Whole Nine Yards. She played Matthew Perry's horrible wife who was trying to kill him. Um, She was also in Crash. Yes, yeah, not was. the Oscar-winning crash. David Cronenberg's the crash. other one. Rock Candy will be having... back to talk about David Cronenberg's crash. <laughs> oh my! God. That was all about having sex during car accidents. I re- sure. Yeah, I don't know. It was fine, I guess. James Came out Spader the same year as it. this movie. Oh, really? 94 was a weird year for films. It was such a weird year. All right, and now I need you to just like spurt off at least five other movies that came out this year. Forrest Gump, Pulp Fiction, Clerks, uh, Bullets Over Broadway, uh, Shawshank Redemption, The Lion King. I thought The Lion King was 93. 94. Wow. Peril, like, Airheads didn't stand a chance. <laughs> Yeah. Now with the shit marketing they did for this movie. Well, uh, yeah. But you know what's sad too? What all they needed to do was market this as like movie comfort food. They just yeah. needed to say like, this isn't going to be some Oscar winning fucking movie. Yeah. This is your Wayne's World of 1994. This is yeah. your... Oh, Wayne's oh, World 2 came seeing... out in 1994 also. <laughs> but no also chances. this has a really, this has a lot of really good dumb insults oh my god what was it so did we write them all down we just wrote down <laughs> bozo deluxe bozo deluxe penis head uh <laughs> shit witch dick, dick cheeseburger. cheeseburger like these are all really good insults they just sound like band names yeah no. and they, you know they were mostly coming from steve buscemi towards adam sandler <laughs> so the thing that dates this movie is not just like some of the the problematic things in the film but also the fact that steve buscemi works in a toy store Ooh. oh yeah yeah if this so was now he would just work in a target or amazon warehouse no. and i love that <laughs> pip was a pool boy yep and the leader of the SWAT team was complaining that his wife left him for a pool cleaner and yeah. it was probably Pip. It was probably Pip. <laughs> I like I like that like they stuck it they stuck it in there like but they didn't make a thing of it. It was yeah. just like it was probably Pip though. Yeah. yeah. But also like there are some scenes that Adam Sandler did really well. Like the one scene where he like went out the back door and the cop was there like the first cop to show oh. up. <laughs> yeah where he's being like, Adam Sandler. Sh- yeah, they did the like dance off kind of thing. Like the, he did that really the Marx well. Yeah. And then he oh, just yeah. ran it into the ground. Yeah, because then he starts doing the hobby. Yep. yep. Oh. Yeah, like if you if he just learned how to keep his mouth fucking shut mm. and just did a lot more physical comedy, I think I would like him a whole lot more. You mean like in Punch I- Drunk Love? Get out of here, Scott. Get out. You're kicked <laughs> off your own show. Get out. Get out. We're gonna finish this up without you. <laughs> 
No, I'm just gonna talk about Brendan Fraser's butt. The whole no, rest not, of that. Like we haven't talked about Brendan Fraser's butt enough. Um, I don't remember like seeing his butt in this movie. You don't like see it bare. You oh, okay. See him walk around. No, we're just talking like, about his butt. I'm like, you see, you see more around. of him in George of the Jungle than in this movie. Mm. You know what? This movie did make me want to watch more Brendan Fraser movies. Yeah, mm. I'm glad he's making coming back. I'm glad we we're getting yeah, the he's Renaissance. A great actor. I didn't even know. Like, I knew he wasn't doing movies, but I didn't even know what the deal was. I think you told me. Yeah, there was this whole article on him about um. He, so he was in GQ or something. So he got. And- in the mid 2000s he got sexually harassed yes uh and, and the he, article talks about that quite a bit like and like why he left show business and everything he mm. didn't leave he just stopped getting cast because he blew yeah. the whistle he was yeah. a whistleblower and that's how you get blacklisted in hollywood yeah and now we're getting the renaissance and he, i'm calling it now we're in july he might he might get nominated for an oscar this year what is he in? He, Darren Aronofsky's movie, The Whale. Darren Aronofsky. We're already out. We're out. I'm out. I hope he gets an Oscar, but I'm no, nope, I'm out. Also, like, are you drunk, Scott? What's <laughs> no. his name? Can you say his name again? Can you say Darren Aronofsky. No. <laughs> Have you ever felt like whenever you say his name, don't you feel drunk? Darren Aronofsky. I feel like I'm doing a Chris Farley impression. Darren Aronofsky. <laughs> <laughs> I live in a Jaren Aronofsky. Aronofsky. (laughs) Oh, don't make him endearing. Don't endear me to Darren Aronofsky. That just makes Chris Farley more endearing. Not Darren Aronofsky. Well, the the premise of the movie that Brendan Fraser is starring in is he plays a guy who is estranged from his family and decides to eat himself to death. It's called the movie's called The Whale, and he he's gained like. 200 pounds for the role i mean he gained 200 pounds like just in life oh that's because he has a thyroid condition he does oh <laughs> that's just mean Ashley. oh brandon fraser no i'm not love i'm not more. throwing shade i'm just saying like he did gain quite a bit of weight yeah um after he like fell out with hollywood i didn't know he had a thyroid that makes me feel so they stopped paying for his doctors they stopped paying for his insurance they like really fucked him over what that's fucked up yeah i didn't know that i love brendan fraser so 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 last month go fund me for brendan fraser so this is the season finale this is airing in august um (laughs) but but basically all last month we did stars and gripes that started with Brendan Fraser because our gripe was that Hollywood stopped casting him. Yep. We did he was our Big first old star- gripe. I love Brendan Fraser. Yep. It's a G for gripes. Um <laughs> it's very good. No, it was terrible. Well. It was really bad. Uh the point is, yes, um, that's fucked up. I'm mm-hmm. really glad he's working. I hate Darren Aronofsky movies because yep. they're always like this fucking like preachy, but not <sighs> like his points never are right they never land i've only liked i've liked one darren aronofsky film which is uh the wrestler oh the wrestler was good i did forget that was did like i always forget it's him because it's a good movie yeah (laughs) i like i like the wrestler because that movie everyone's like so was mickey Rourke really hard to work with and because he was trying to be on the oscar campaign circuit he's like no no mickey Rourke was great and when they lost all of their oscars he's like yeah it was a fucking nightmare what do you want from me and he stood up and walked out 
<laughs> I do wow. always I there was there was the one scene in that movie that I really connected with and it was when he was working at the deli and there was the old lady who was like that's not enough potato salad and he puts more on and she's like that's too much and, and he, he eats it, it right in front of her yeah and just like loses it and I'm like that is what working in retail oh, is exactly absolutely. like exactly mm-hmm. when I worked at the gap I had someone <laughs> wish for me to get cancer Awesome. On Christmas Eve. How about you just stop fucking shopping on Christmas Eve, you that, piece of shit? That is exactly the person who is going to wish you had cancer. Yeah. It's the person who's shopping on Christmas fucking Eve. Yeah. yeah. When when they did that, I was like, fa la 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> and my test yeah. results don't look good. Da, 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 da. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> now, everyone, my test results are fine. All my bills. La 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 la. <laughs> so with getting back to the movie with with i I think it's so weird that i keep talking about joe montana but joe montana is in this fucking movie like it's so weird i I remember because i didn't hear about this in theaters and i remember our blockbuster got like two copies of it a whole two a whole two there were more copies copies of baby's kids than this movie I don't know her. What? Babies kids. Arguably VHSs cost a lot more back then. Oh, but yeah. still. It's Blockbuster. Yeah. You can do more than two. Yeah. It's yeah. not your mom and pop shop. Your mom and pop shop probably had more than two copies. Probably. The mom and pop shop near us had like four copies of this movie. Shit. And twelve and copies of uh, and twelve copies of Good Burger. <laughs> oh, did that come out this year too? No, that came out in '97. <laughs> I'm just saying that, like, <laughs> there were more copies than Airheads. I guess they know their demographic. Mm. Yeah, but Joe Montana's in this fucking movie. Like he he <laughs> he he was in he was in The Godfather Part Three before this. Oh, but that was the bad one, right? It's still a Godfather movie, you know, like <laughs> still nominated for Oscars. Like, I feel like they might have been obligated to be nominated for Oscars by then. The Godfather movies, yeah. Well, I found out why it was Joe Montana because they offered the role to Robert De Niro, and he's <laughs> of course he said no. Mm-hmm. Mm. Why would he say yes? I just picture Robert De Niro throwing it out the window and Joe Montana's walking by. He's like, hello, what is this? <laughs> like a Simpsons cartoon. I like he is fat interpretation of him is just the Simpsons cartoon. Yeah, it's just Fat Tony. Oh. <laughs> is there any other Joe Montana? Like, you would I, want me to be? I don't know any other Joe Montana. I was going to say, like, has he... What else was he in besides this and He was Godfather. in Thinner. <gasps> Wait, was he the Thinner guy? No, he was the Hitman friend. The, oh, the I was mafia. like, he wasn't the Thinner guy. No, that He was, was in Baby's else. Day Out. <laughs> <laughs> I, no. Oh, yeah. I no. totally know that one. Did not watch Baby's Day Out. <laughs> Baby's Day one. Out is a film that baffles me because it's a movie that I randomly walked into to my parents' house last year and my mom was watching it. My mom is a woman who likes like 
really good films and then she's watching Baby Stay Out and I'm like, why are you watching this? And she's like, I just think it's cute. You're, you <laughs> caught your mom in her deep dark secret that she fucking loves Baby Stay Has Out. Has your mom gotten into the age where she just really likes watching the really sweet, yeah. very like... yeah almost kind of childish movies that like the, the heartwarming films so yeah, so like the ultimate gift hallmark yeah yeah so head so so airheads right yeah but I joe mean, montana was in baby stay I'm out <laughs> like i'm really excited in a way for when we all get old right because i think like our movies like our comforts when we're seniors are going to be so much better than the comforts that seniors have now murder documentaries yeah, yeah oh, they're going to be like grandpa airheads. you watch <laughs> bill and ted like four times i'm like it's a great film keanu reeves he's the new paul watching- newman I'm going to be watching like Lord of the Rings extended version marathons for the rest of my life until I'm mm-hmm. dead. Yeah. Yeah. That's just going to be my Your final words zone. are going to be they're taking the hobbits to Isengard. <laughs> yeah. No, it's going to be boil them, mash them, them stick them in, in a stew. stew. <laughs> <laughs> I want my final words to be taters precious. Oh. <laughs> What's taters precious? <laughs> Mine are gonna be. I like it raw and wriggling. <laughs> Honestly, my final words will probably be from from that thing you do. Oh, I quit. No. I quit. <laughs> I quit. It will I definitely quit. be a, a Lenny line, and it will probably be <laughs> Captain Geach and the Shrimp Shack Shooters. Ah! <laughs> This guy in a really nice camper, camper wants to give us a contract. I'm signing. You're signing. We're all signing. <laughs> okay, so I was shocked that Steve Zahn was not in this film. He should have been. This oh, was 90s. Great. Like, like He, he should w- have been David Arquette's, Arquette's role. Right. Yep. Yeah. I was right there with you. You were thinking it, and I was like, say it, girl. <laughs> say or it. Chris Farley's role. No, because I want Chris Farley in the movie. I want Chris you know Farley what? in all my movies still. Michael Richards role. Oh, oh my yeah. god. That, no, but you know what? Like, I think Michael Richards being in that role made it like just really easy to like, not root for him. Yeah, because you don't want to root for him. Yeah. I always oh, want make to root him for Steve Zahn. Oh. oh. <laughs> I don't know. He John Nelson's really good at being sleazy. Yeah. No, Steve Zahn needs to be David Arquette. Yeah. Or Adam Steve Sandler. Zahn is always or Adam Sandler. But again, Adam Z- Sandler did such a good job. I always called him like Fine, we'll make him Nina Semesco. <laughs> oh, let's really get progressive with this. Yeah. yeah. Oh, H- him nice. and Sandler can have a love story. That's Aww. adorable. They would look really cute together. But they're like little muscle t-shirts. Mm-hmm. And and it's really clear in that sex scene that they had to avoid an R rating. Like Oh yeah. 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 They're like yeah, we yeah. need kids to see this movie. I love Farley, how he basically says the same, like, three words in every movie he was in before he died. Great, grand, wonderful. (laughs) He says it in this movie. He also said it in Billy Madison, and he said it in Dirty Work, and he said it in Beverly Hills Ninja. Hey, he knows his brand. Yep. So, you know what? It's classic at this point. Right. I think this was also the same year as Tommy Boy. Oh, know. it might have been. 94? Yeah. Either Tommy Boy or the other one. That's or the Black same movie. Sheep. Black, Black Sheep. Black Sheep was 96. <laughs> okay, so yeah. I think it was Tommy Boy. Yeah, I know for a fact that... You're like, yeah. I mean, you know what? If anybody knows for a fact, it's Scott. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy Boy was... Stu. 
Yeah, <laughs> I'm checking. But Tommy Boy like was sure right. ninety-five. Damn it! Oh. oh, but that also makes sense. Why? Like, it's just so like that and Black Sheep are so interchangeable. Yeah, yeah. That and it's the same movie. Yeah. It's the same movie. But I like them both. I the I one remember thing Black Sheep more. Then I remember Tommy Boy. Rowads. <laughs> so I remember this film. The one thing I remember the most about it is the guy who gets his nipple ring ripped out. <gasps> oh, 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 I forgot about that. Oh, oh, wait, when did that happen? It um, happens when he finds uh, Kayla that's right. and he goes, stop harassing the lady. And he's like, I'm a police officer and I don't want to have to get you. He rips it out and then just looks at it. <laughs> Uh. Improvise. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that's great. Improvise. Oh, 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 just holding the girls now. <laughs> <laughs> that's awful. Uh. I I love how close he is with Ernie Hudson, and you could tell that Chris Farley was being Chris Farley. And he's like, "Hey, hey, Ernie, remember when you were in Ghostbusters? <laughs> you remember that?" That was awesome. That was pretty that cool. Was awesome. <laughs> stupid, stupid. <laughs> no, no, Chris, you're doing fine. Really? <laughs> okay. 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 Hey, remember <laughs> were you in the crow two months ago? <laughs> that, was, that was really good. Oh, that's a good performance. The biggest question for this movie is how does Joe Montana end up being their manager at the end? Like, how do they get that record deal after they screwed themselves up? With with you know, not doing what Judd Nelson wanted, there was no way they would get a record deal ever. But I thought the whole thing was that Judd Nelson was like, "Oh, we're gonna exploit this whole like fucking fiasco and right. make money off of them." Mm -hmm. Yeah, because he didn't listen to the music, and all of a sudden Michael McKean is okay with helping them after they tied him to a chair. He's like, "Oh yeah, if I get five percent, I will gladly you know." read your contract i just assumed it was a lot of like i mean it's still a 90s movie at the end of the day like it's very one-dimensional evil opportunistic guys yeah like of course they're going to get a record contract at the end because it has to have a happy ending yeah because they're in jail <laughs> they have to have a happy ending they're in jail <laughs> Yeah, and the fact that Amy Locaine and N N Nina Semesco are like just dancing there in the go -go prison. Go-go dancers at the jail? I'm like, yeah, that wouldn't really? be happening. Oh. Also, why are they in orange jumpsuits and everyone else in the jail is in like blue jeans and like cool hand Luke clothes? Because oh, only the stars get to wear the orange jumpsuits. <laughs> I, Obviously. I, I just love when... <laughs> When Buscemi is like thrusting his base and and, and, <laughs> and it's like stop stop <laughs> like what oh and those they, two guys are just like you can't see I just did a visual on a podcast <laughs> <laughs> but it was a good face because you know Maggie and Ashley are laughing so laugh so you know it's it. good They're yeah like, yeah it. yeah what's up so I see you humping that base. <laughs> <laughs> no I, I really liked the chemistry between everybody but Steve Buscemi and um, Adam Sandler had a really good like, yeah. brother chemistry there it really was believable yeah and, and then they would really go well. to work with each other like 20 more times 
Yeah. I don't know. Was this the first time that they were this working was together? The first time. It must be. Oh, then a year later. Your friendship blossom. Well, even like Steve Buscemi, this was like not one of his first roles, but it was an early big role for him. Yeah. Because before that, he had um, indie cred. He was making a bunch he of. He was like, in Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. He, he was in a bunch of Jim Jarmusch movies. Like he was doing yeah. indie films. So this was his first studio film, I think. Yeah. Like, wait, was, was, would you consider Reservoir Dogs? Why is that word so hard to say? It's because I huh. drank. Reservoir yeah. uh, Dogs. Reservoir Dogs. Reservoir Dogs. Would you say that's an indie film or was that? I feel like that well, was like it a. Was, it was made for nothing and then a, then Miramax bought it. Why? Why is it? Because <laughs> of Harvey Weinstein. Oh. <sighs> yeah, let's keep that up. Rip a fucking Roni. Yeah. Yeah. So Mirror Max was the indie studio. <laughs> yeah. We're a wax. I'm just yeah. going to flip those M's to W's and it's, oh, that's too close. We're a wax. But we you call it we're a wax. We're a wax. Anyway, yeah. Um, this was his first studio film. Okay. Yeah. Because, like, like I, it's interesting just because they all. This was a big role for all of them. And I think they all knocked it out of the park. Yeah. Brendan Fraser is so subtle in this film Mm. that like, because you have like the the two versions of Brendan Fraser where you have like the subtle, lovable doof, this role, Encino Man, George of the Jungle. And then you have like angry Brendan Fraser, like the mummy and Crash. I like that Brendan Fraser too. He can I be like mad at me. I mean, every <laughs> Brendan saying, Fraser. He can be mad at me. I ain't going to be mad at him. Right. For being mad at me. <laughs> I ain't mad at you. Then you have monkey bone Brendan Fraser. No, um, I never. Oh, it's it's bad. It's, it's a bad one, right? It's that was bad. really bad. It's not yeah. like a weird like rom-com-ish movie. It's no. like kind of claymation. Yeah. The guy who made Coraline made it. Yeah. Oh. oh. No, yeah. I haven't seen that. Well, it sounds familiar. Like I feel like I've seen it, but if you saw the the poster, you would absolutely know okay. what it is. Okay, I'll show it to you later. And yeah, then he was I think the one you're Rudy thinking of movie. is was Bedazzled, the one with him. Yes, oh. did he fall in love with like the Devil Lady or something? Yeah, uh, Elizabeth Hurley. She, he doesn't fall in love with her, but she she wants his soul. And it's, yeah, I saw that when I was a kid. I can barely remember it. it remember it, Blast from the Past? That yeah. one's great. Blast from that the Past. That was a really good movie. I've been trying to do that one forever on this podcast. <gasps> I would do that one. <laughs> Blast I like from that the, movie. Yeah. Uh, it's him and he and his parents. His mom is Sissy Spacek. Who's his dad? Ooh. His dad is his Christopher, dad Christopher Walken. Christopher All right, well, I'm, I'm here Walken. for this. So they went into like an underground bunker in the 50s because during they were the Bay terif- of Pigs. During the Bay of Pigs because they thought they were going to get bombed and they just stayed there. And then he like popped out in like the 90s 99. and like first girl he met was Alicia Silverstone. Oh, and then it's super cute. He has no idea what the fuck's going on. It's great. I want to see that. It's like clean cut like 1950s brendan fraser as i said two versions you have this version and then you have yelling brendan fraser and then this one he <laughs> ed- yelling he, like he, like he yells for though. a little bit and then then amy locane 
throws a chair and destroys everything. I, I do enjoy a, a very exasperated Brendan Fraser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do remember us kind of watching his relationship with his girlfriend and we're just like this seems like a really toxic bad abusive relationship we not want them together at the end like this is terrible yeah, why are we rooting for them yeah i don't want them to be together and i'm like oh yeah 90s yeah we were problematic we were all about the problematic relationship but really like ross and rachel should not be together no they're no. fucking terrible and it's the why do we here. want them together it's like i was watching it and i'm like think you should end up with each other i don't think you're good together you're not the, the healthiest relationship in this movie is him and joe montagna yeah you know what they should end it up together you Wait. see brendan fraser i'm really in love with you was his name milo yeah milo and the... Chaz. oh <laughs> uh... yeah we said he was we a had, we had right <laughs> We wrote down we that he was a total a men's of, rights yeah, activist. He's probably a men's rights activist, mm -hmm. honestly. Like, he is like every oldie station, or like, excuse me, classic, classic rock. rock station morning show DJ who's kind of a men's rights activist masquerading as like a semi-progressive dude. Mm. Mm. That's That was the vibe we got from mm. him. And he dresses like like basically magnum pi and he dresses yeah. <laughs> like he's magnum pi without the mustache so yeah. is there anything else that we're missing with this movie i don't know do we have like I 20 mean, more tangents we can go on we we <laughs> talked about brendan fraser's butt that was the most important thing mm. um sega game gear oh my god oh i had one as so did I. I didn't i was so, so did i and the they were the, the, fantastic but the batteries did not last that long oh no, no. never too much grab you had to and get you the needed AC like adapter. eight of them you needed like eight double a batteries they would last like a game and a half oh not and even you couldn't you couldn't <laughs> save a game so like you needed to get through that game now <laughs> that's why what's her face couldn't look up from her game to see them yeah. sneaking in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She's like, hold up. This battery is going to die in five minutes. I got to fucking focus. Ah, <laughs> oh, the 90s. <sighs> like, and maybe it's just because we're those fucking nostalgic millennials or whatever. Maybe. But I don't know. Like, it, it is, for me watching it, like a total comfort food in the atmosphere. Oh, yeah. And the way that they're like, it's just in the characters and the way everything falls. And also Lemmy's in it, which is fucking amazing. Exactly. I, I, I remember I seeing Lemmy. Le I warm Lemmy's in the audience. He, oh, ran, yeah. he ran the school newspaper. Yeah. Oh, that's, I knew. I knew. Yeah, it was at like the end when Chaz was like, Chaz isn't my real name. As if anybody actually thought that that was his real fucking really name. His it would have been Charles. It was yeah. exactly. Yeah. But um and Chester is not that bad of a name. It's not like anybody's gonna make fun of you at this point if your name is fucking Chester. I forgot how did oh. all that come out? Uh so... the, uh the, the SWAT team captain mm -hmm. basically was like, Hey Chester. Yeah. I'm a dick. The and then he was like, Quaid, start the reactor. Oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> seen total oh, wrong movie. <laughs> <laughs> I can see how you can get Total Recall and Airheads mixed together, but, <laughs> but nah. yeah, they're classics. <laughs> Same movie, yeah. But uh, what was I saying? We're I had a good Lenny point. And Chester and and he and I because I was curious how his I forgot how his um 
backstory even came out. But and it was that douchebag SWAT team guy. Yeah. I, I do love how Ernie Hudson is like, dude, we don't need you here. You're just going to make things worse. And guess what? He did. No yeah. way. <laughs> oh, what I was going. We were talking about how this like this is like a comfort movie. Yes. Mm. This is one of those movies that like if I need some cheering up or if I just want to put on something that I know I'm going to enjoy and mm. feel better at the end of this is 100% a movie I would put on. I know I don't have to think about it. I can just watch it. I can love every second of it and feel better at the end of the hour and a half that it's on. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and just revel in that nostalgia before there were smartphones and the YouTubes and the interwebs. When people still listen to music on analog like it's supposed to be listened to. <laughs> <laughs> okay oh, grandma, grandma. <laughs> i guess it's time to give me your pills huh your yeah how many bagels do you give this grams <laughs> that, those are some good doggos oh. i saw some nice okay grandma let's those get you back some to back hacking good doggos sure grandma so how many bagels <laughs> oh i don't know i'd say so wait we can do we can do a dozen, or can we do a baker's dozen? It's a baker's dozen out of 13 bagels. Oh, it is out of a baker's dozen. Oh, that's right. Look, you haven't done... Wait a minute, Scott. Yeah, because you usually do the music videos. Yeah. yeah. Wait, we did, a, we did that thing you do. Yeah, that we was do almost the... two years ago. Oh, that was ago. so long ago. We do the VH1 movies that <laughs> that was in That was in person. It was. Literally it was in person. Times. Yeah. yeah. That was in the before four. So. Yeah, in the before four. <laughs> no, now we're in the after-ish. After for yeah, but I'm not gonna make you drive all the way down here. (laughs) You know, to get the fuck out of New York State. You honestly, we'll always come visit. (laughs) Anyway, yes, the um, the bagels, bagels that I will give bagels. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say like ten bagels, but I'm mixing them up. I'm gonna have some everything. I'm gonna have some poppy seed. I'm gonna have some sesame seed because you need that. And then there's like that weird like artisan cheese one, and you're like, well, I want that. I don't know what the fuck mm. that Asiago. is. Garlic bagel. Oh. The Asiago cheese ones. Oh. Mm, snaps. Snaps. Uh, and then some garlic ones. A couple plain. One plain, just in case, you know, I'm not feeling it. Yeah. Maybe a tomato yeah. basil. Ooh. Mm. No, I could fuck with that. Alright. Well, maybe. Alright. No, the one yeah. that that drives me crazy is when people are like, I'll have a chocolate chip. You're not going to eat the chocolate chip bagel. Ew. Ew. Bagels should not that? be sweet, in my opinion. Oh. Cinnamon like raisin. Cinnamon raisin. That's fine. You know how I feel about raisins. Yeah, and you're wrong. I'm not. <laughs> they know what they did. But yeah, I'm, I would... I just picture the California raisins like ransacking your house. <gasps> they know what they did, Scott. <laughs> we heard it from <laughs> through the grapevine, Maggie. Ah! <laughs> get out <laughs> he told you to get out <laughs> why is he still here on his own show <laughs> how dare you host this show that we politely came on <laughs> i wouldn't say we politely do anything no we just haul ass in here and here we are and talk yeah. about brendan fraser's butt yeah so how many bagels do you give this i i'm gonna agree and say 10 i'm gonna say 10 a, a solid like six are going to be the everything, and then the other four are going to be cinnamon raisin. They're my favorite. Ew! I can't believe I I'm care. giving giving this more than both of you. I'm giving this a perfect dozen. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but I'm oh. I'm going eleven. Oh yeah! I no, forgot how much fun this movie it's was. So much fun! Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And 
I'm taking out one for Michael Richards, and I'm taking another <laughs> one out for. It doesn't age well in certain aspects. Like, right. Yeah. Like the whole Nina Semesco kind of, you know, seducing Adam Sandler. That sex scene is so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, well, in general, you know, it, it's they do have the women playing a very specific role. And then they like and you almost want to be like, oh, cool. Like they have some people of color in the cast, but, but they, they make, make them it very well. And they make it very uh 90s racism i'll call it yeah where it's like we're not racist and like you're not racist but you're but racist. like in 2021 you're racist yeah. yeah yes the kind of people that like now would insist that they're not racist but then you inspect their history and you're mm -hmm. like nah but all this stuff is racist and then you have to kind of be like well there's there's what is it there's like outward racism and then there's like inward racism and you need to explain the different types of ra those are the only reasons i'm not giving that a perfect yeah dozen. yeah because other so, than that, you're right. It's it's just fun. Yeah. So this has been the season finale. Bow, 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 bow. The normal season finale, which is still with Rock Candy when we do the music videos, <laughs> is going to be the season premiere. Bow, so, bow, bow, bow. Hey, you're going to hear our dumb faces again. Yeah. Yay! You get to end so, it and start it with our dumb mouths. Yay. So we're taking the rest of August off. We'll be back in September. And... Uh, it's We're been doing... a year guys yeah so so i think we talked about this in the chat maggie you're not picking your videos i want you to pick videos for me so i can react to them so i think i think it's only fair that ashley and i pick your videos however we each pick two from the music video extravaganza that we did in january you mentioned a music video which i don't think you remember what it was you know, I have I it written remember. down, and that's going to be your fifth video. Okay. I'm excited. <laughs> it's, so it's, we're picking all of Maggie's videos? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll privately them. message you, Ashley. And, and Sick. You get I'm two, so excited. he gets two, and apparently I said one. And and the one I'm that so I have for Maggie is insane. <laughs> it's absolutely insane. I can't believe it's a real music video that exists, but it does. And it is a theme song to a movie that you would never know. All right. Well, now I just might pick all Goo Goo Dolls songs. <laughs> well, we already did Iris, so you're going to have to do like Slide, Black Balloon, oh, we can do Broadway. How I'm do fucking... I know this many Johnny Resnick songs? Hold up. They are all from Dizzy Up the Girl, which is a solid Dizzy fucking the Girl. album. I'm yeah. Say, it's really good. Isn't World that Boy the album. only album they also, have? Black Balloon is a fantastic song mm. and i know that music video so don't pick it because i know <laughs> that one it's also not it's not entirely interesting so well yeah i be, like the song slide but i like when he did it on sesame street oh <laughs> in the so in the oh 90s i was at daycare and one of the kids was watching sesame street and johnny resnick shows up and he's like hey elmo what's going on hi johnny resnick <laughs> you want to write the slides, Elmo? And, yeah, I sure do. And he's like, Elmo, <laughs> whisper like in my w ear. <laughs> <laughs> the song is about him having a relationship with Elmo. Oh, oh it's weird. <laughs> oh, that's weird. But also, you were in preschool when that came out. That no. makes me feel mad, old my dude. <sighs> no, I wasn't in preschool. I was at daycare. Oh, you know what? You're still making me feel real old, Scott. <laughs> 
it's just because my parents didn't trust me alone. I was an angsty teenager listening to like the Goo Goo Dolls be like, no one understands me. One of my first concerts was uh, a festival with Goo Goo Dolls and Dizzy Up the Girl had just come out. Mm. Again, solid album. It was good. So good. Good show. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, we'll stop. So why don't you you want to plug your stuff? (laughs) Oh, (laughs) that came out wrong. Speaking. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I always love to plug our stuff. (laughs) Ah, shit. (laughs) Nope. You see, that's that's our favorite path. That's the benefit of plugging it up, Scott. (laughs) No shit. No shit. When you plug it up, this this episode's getting an R rating. <laughs> Just Adam Sandler dick out for everyone to see. We're doing what airheads into get an R rating. Yeah. Anyway, yes. Uh, and R stands for uh, rock candy. Resnick. Is that what we were doing? That's Johnny what I was Resnick. trying to do. <laughs> I did it. I totally did it. Also, Johnny Resnick. Also, Johnny Resnick. <laughs> Speaking of Johnny Resnick, if you guys like music and want to hear more stories about musicians you might like, not Johnny Resnick, we don't have any Johnny Resnick episodes out, but we do have some sweet episodes out right now and in the past, and we'll have more in the future. (laughs) I don't know. I'm trying to think of like things that have relevant to this episode. Oh, we have a Lemmy episode. Yep. So that's something you could hear more about. Annie Lennox. Uh, we just did Annie Lennox not that long ago, which is you actually said you had to show me a music video, so maybe you can save that from Annie Lennox. And then oh, we watched uh, it afterwards. Oh, okay. We well, already watched it. Was They're it just... No More I Love You? No. Oh, that's a good one. I might, right. That might I be on my that list. One. And uh, yeah, you can go to rockcandypodcast.com. Just check out all our episodes or just find us on anything that you listen to podcasts on. And all the things. It's just this. Yeah, <laughs> it's, if you're wondering what it's like, it's this. With well, more notes, you can yeah. find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Give us five stars on whatever you know, podcasting do rating it. thingy that you want to do. Five stars. Four and a half is fine too. No five. Five or fuck off. I also have another <laughs> podcast called Hell Is a Musical with Lil's Martin, and. <laughs> And we're going to get rock candy on at some point. Yeah. Yep. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about something. We'll plug that too. <laughs> <laughs> These ladies are just plugging stuff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> bam, bam, bam. So, so our latest episode is out now. So you can find that uh, wherever fine podcasts are sold. And we're on Twitter and Instagram, <laughs> uh, hellpod. And, uh, until next time, ladies, thanks for doing this. You're thanks welcome. for having us. I'm Scott Curlin. Bye.